Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 19th, 2017. My name is Phil Prostenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Just a little bit of news for everyone today. Got a couple quick news items I want to get to, including the introduction of the Orlando Magic's uh, two free agents, Shelvin Mack and Jonathan Simmons. We'll have a little bit more on both of them uh, for tomorrow's episode, or if not tomorrow's episode, then later on in the week. Uh, I, I keep pushing things back, but uh, I got to write write them too a little bit and, and make sure I get through all my audio. Uh, that's a little bit inside the process there, a little bit inside the process. But we'll have a little bit more on Jonathan Simmons for sure on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But today I want to just do macro stuff Talk about kind of the big takeaways from the Magic's introduction of their two uh, two new free agents. Uh, I, I've talked a little bit about them throughout the week already, but before we get there, I I, I want to talk a little bit about the news that came out on Tuesday uh, about the Magic or about the NBA really and the New Jersey deal. Um, this is something that's, uh, I guess, a little bit of an obsession of mine. It's something that people like to talk about. Uh, but the NBA is changing their apparel deal, and Nike is taking over for the first year of an eight-year deal coming up beginning this year. Everyone is very uh, excited uh, because Nike is, uh, you know, from my experience, Nike is just a better, br- better brand than Adidas. Uh, and I think everyone's really interested to see what Nike does, especially with the jersey designs. I mean, we're fans. We all like jersey designs. We all like to buy jerseys, uh, and we all like to look cool. That's what uh, that's what happens here uh, with Nike. You just have to watch an Oregon football game to know that, oh, dang, those Nike jerseys are pretty sweet. Uh, and so the, the possibilities that were going to come with Nike uh, seem to be pretty limitless. Uh, the NBA put a few limits on them. Uh, to begin with, but at least uh, the beginning is beginning to show exactly what is in store for the upcoming year. The way the NBA is doing jerseys next season, and this is a minor thing, but the way the NBA is doing jerseys next year is going to be pretty different, it sounds like. Uh, What's going to happen is instead of having a designated home and road jersey, it seems like Nike is... um, is Nike is is kind of taking the NBA in a direction very similar to soccer, where each team has um, a kind of set home jersey. Now, the way that it's being presented is is the teams are going to have their traditional kind of white association edition jerseys, is what they're calling it, as well as their primary you know road jersey. I think it's called like legacy edition or some some edition like that. And so essentially, each team is going to wear just one of those jerseys pretty much for every game. Or the, the home team will get to pick which jersey they wear, and the other team will have to contrast to it. So if you're the Magic, 
Yeah, I don't know what jersey you pick. Uh, let's say you pick the blue jersey. The blue jersey, I think, looks great on the home floor. They don't wear the blue jersey enough at home, and I kind of anticipate they'll pick the blue jersey as well. You wear the blue jersey at home for every single game. And when you go on the road, and let's say you play another team that wears blue, let's say the Knicks. The Knicks wear blue at home. You would wear your white jersey or some other alternate. You can wear some other alternates as well. It's not clear exactly how the rules are going to work, but... The way jerseys are, go- are are changing, it, the way jerseys are being done, is changing in the league. It, it does add some intrigue. It adds some something interesting each game. It's I joked with uh, Josh Robbins with the Orlando Sentinel that uh, we'll uh, we'll have a reason to go into the locker room every game just to see what jersey the team is going to wear that day. I know fans care, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about it for just a little bit uh, and probably keep track of them too, uh, unless unless our good pal Adam Papa Giorgio is doing that for us already. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I, I like this stuff. I, I find this stuff interesting. You know, I, I think uh, the different jersey possibilities will be interesting too. There, there are going to be four set jerseys, um, the two traditional jerseys, and then a jersey designed by the players and a jersey kind of inspired by the community. And the community jerseys are kind of believed to be the replacement for the quote-unquote pride jerseys uh, that were worn uh, under Adidas. Uh, I don't think the Magic will go with the gray jersey again that was just kind of a boring design but we'll see uh, some people do like that jersey so I, I think it'll be intriguing to see what the magic do with their jersey what becomes their more permanent jersey or their permanent home jersey and really their permanent road jersey and what their looks going to look like um, as I've said online uh, from what I understand do not expect many changes to the jersey design. I think the Magic will stick with their current jersey design, you know, the, the kind of faux back pinstripes that they have. Um, but they will uh, probably, there'll probably be some cosmetic changes, some different, you know, maybe piping. Um, the the hems are different. The, the, way the, the way the jerseys are designed are different. Nike had a big thing about how the jerseys are designed. Uh, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, of course, it's an eight-year deal. I suspect that the Magic will... Do a jersey redesign at some point during the life of this Nike contract. But for now, it looks like that the Magic are have the one big decision to make is what jerseys will they wear at home this season. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Now, those Nike jerseys were not available, though, when Jonathan Simmons and and Shelvin Mack met with the media today. Uh, If you saw the photos uh, from their photo shoots, whether it was on the Magic Snapchat or I, I snagged a photo as well, uh, they were holding up Adidas jerseys, so they are collectibles, um, holding up Adidas jerseys, uh, and, you know, we got to see them in the Magic uniform and got to meet them, really, for the first time, and so that's that's really what we're going to talk about today, is is what the first impressions are of the Magic's two new key players, and that's Shelvin Mack and Jonathan Simmons. You know, I think Jeff Weltman really described what he was looking for in these players, in free agency, with how he described Jonathan Simmons. And he said that he was looking for fighters. 
He's looking for players that just had this innate, intangible ability to keep going and to keep grinding and, and to do all the little things that sound so cliche, but when it comes to cliche, sometimes you need a, there's a little bit of truth to those cliches. And so Weltman and the Magic were looking for that skill, that trait in these signings. Uh, a lot of things about Jonathan Simmons impressed us. Um, I think that the first, the first element when you look at a player um, and, 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 and trying to add someone to an organization is you want fighters. You want guys who are going to compete to win and make those around them better. And um, we see a lot of that in Jonathan. And honestly, that's that's something that's been missing on the team. It's not that the, the players don't play hard, and, and I, I don't I don't again. If you've listened to the show, you know I don't like to question players' effort and and say, oh, this guy's not trying hard or he doesn't look like he's trying hard because we don't really know. Uh, and they're certainly playing at a much higher level than than I can. Uh, but there there does seem sometimes to be that innate quality of a you know just uh, the ability to take a punch and, and bounce back to keep fighting. Uh, to 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 kind of look at a bad situation and make something else happen. That's something that the Magic have missed. And, you know, maybe Simmons isn't the guy to turn it around, but very clearly Simmons has this fighter's spirit about him. Um, his story getting into the NBA, which which I'm sure I'll talk about a little bit more uh, on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Magic when I talk more specifically about Simmons, um, his story is just really incredible. Um, as As many of you know, he was undrafted out of Houston. He ended up paying $150 to take a D-League a tryout. He made that team. He got an offer with the Spurs, played two years with the Spurs, cracked the rotation, uh, and now has a three-year guarantee, you know, three-year deal with two years guaranteed. He He's really made himself in the NBA and made himself um, really... On his own, uh, you know, maybe that's maybe that's unfair, but but through his own work, he's he's made it in this league, and he's you know even Weltman said you know he's one of the most incredible stories that we have in the league today as far as how he got here, uh, and so I think the Magic hope that some of that will translate, that some of that attitude, some of that fight will get. It seep into the team, and it's it shown in the way that Simmons plays. When you look at the way Simmons plays, he plays, you know, as a dogged defender, at do, doing whatever the team needs him to do, uh, getting out in transition, bringing energy to the game. That's the kind of player that Jonathan Simmons is. And and yeah, there are plenty of questions about whether he can take his game to the next level. There, there are certainly questions about that. Um, during the playoffs last year, he averaged 10 points per game, really stepped up his game, shot about a 50% effective field goal percentage. He stepped up to the plate when the team needed him most. Uh, everyone talks about that game six against the Houston Rockets, uh, but he had a lot of games like that where the Spurs needed him to fill in that role, and he did. And even Simmons said, you know, I prefer to be in an up-tempo system, which is a system the Magic are going to run rather than kind of a slowdown. He felt a little bit stifled offensively in San Antonio. And so it'll be interesting to see how he translates. But I think as much as anything, as much as as just about anything that, that, that he does, that intangible quality matters too. 
because when he was asked what he wants to prove with the Magic this coming year, he said, you know, he said, maybe it's cliche to say this, but he said he doesn't know yet. He wants to get, you know, get in the gym, work on his game, and then figure out how the coaches want to play him next. He seems like he's ready to fill in whatever role the Magic need him to fill, and he's re- and he will make himself ready to do so. In talking to Simmons uh, uh, throughout the media availability, it, the same themes kept coming up about him, uh, and some of it was certainly our questions, but he is a determined defender. He sees himself as a defender first. Um, that he knows that's where he can cut his teeth in this league. And, and, and on top of all that, you know, he also said, you know, I'm, I'm a quiet guy. I let my play do the talking. And that's, again, something that I think the Magic really, really want too. And those same qualities that are in Simmons, you can also see in the other players the Magic have acquired this summer. I mean, I think Jonathan Isaac is, is very much the same way. I mean, he's, you know, very seemingly kind of, mature, respectable, you know, respected 19-year-old kid uh, who knows that his money's going to be made on the defensive end first. The offense will come, but his defense is where his skills easily translate. And on top of uh, and on top of all that, Shelvin Mack is very much in the same boat. Uh, Shelvin Mack is, you know, 29, I think he's 28, something like that. It doesn't feel like he is an old hat in this league, but he views himself as a veteran. He views himself as a leader, someone who's been around the block in the NBA. He's been to the playoffs five out of the six years of his career, and even though, or four of the six years of his career, and even though he's been on several different teams, everywhere he's gone, he's succeeded. And so he knows, just like Simmons knows, his work comes from the hard work he puts in every single day. I say play hard, and I take pride in coming in and competing every night throughout the 82-game season, and, and I feel like when you're able to do that on a consistent basis, uh, people respect you, and they <clears throat> uh, they respect you, and you, you just got to... <laughs> I think I just work hard. And that is cliche, and, and you know, obviously these introductory press conferences are kind of a time of cliche. Uh, and there are still legitimate questions. When you look at both Shelvin Mack and Jonathan Simmons' statistical profile, there are questions. Shelvin Mack, not a great three-point shooter. He uh, His defensive metrics, the individual defensive numbers that basketball reference provides, do not look fantastic. Jonathan Simmons, uh, his offensive production has not looked good. He's not a great three-point shooter either. Uh, and even in the, in the playoffs when he was playing better, there were still some major questions. And and while some defense metrics really like him, others do not. There are questions whether Simmons can translate out of the Spurs system and make it on a team like the Magic that that aren't a super ideal situation, situation a team that's growing and, and developing still. It These are very legitimate questions, and the Magic roster uh, is probably complete in the sense that there's thir- there's 13 guys on the roster already, and the two other spots are probably taken up. So they're, they're, it's a full roster, but there are still definitely holes that need to be filled, specifically on the shooting end. The team needs to find more shooting, and even even Jeff Weltman admitted that too uh, on on Tuesday. So it, neither Simmons nor Mac are going to solve the team's problems. 
But at the same time, they also fit something that the Magic need. And, and I think, especially when it comes to Mac, Weltman described exactly what makes Mac such an interesting player and why he seems to be a good fit for what the Magic need right now, even if it may not ultimately completely change the course of the team's path this coming season. Shelvin is an overachiever, and everywhere Shelvin's been, he seems to surprise people how good of a player he is, how good of a teammate he is, and he, he enters into situations and turns them into Shelvin Mack opportunities. And uh, I think that those people that continually do that are unique, and they help teams win. A Shelvin Mack opportunity. That that sounds like a hashtag that we're going to be using throughout the throughout the year uh, this year. But it, it does speak to something that Shelvin Mack kind of fits whatever the team needs him to be. And and he even said it himself. There's going to be times where he's going to play, be playing well and he's going to get minutes. And there's going to be times where he's not playing well and he doesn't deserve minutes. And he said, uh, you know, he said he knows that time is going to come. And that is certainly something that has happened throughout his career and why he's kind of gone from place to place. Uh, but he found a way to stick each time, or he found a way to make his presence known. Uh, he found a way, even to some extent, to be a difference maker, even though the, the, the statistical profile is not so strong. Now, obviously, the Magic were searching for defenders. They were searching to improve their defense, and they found guy, they found two guys here who are good defensive players and, and want to be good defensive players. And so... It, there is a type the Magic were looking for to add to the team that they currently have. But they also know they're not done and that they still have a long way to go. The Magic were looking to improve some intangible qualities about their team. And you can argue whether they did or not with these two signings. The Magic certainly believe they have done something to improve the intangible quality of their team. The question now becomes... What do they produce on the floor? Can you translate what you've done in the past into future success with this group specifically? And that's the big question that we can't answer until October. That's the question that no one, not even Shelvin and Jonathan, really seem comfortable answering quite yet. They still have to get to know their teammates. They still have to get comfortable with their surroundings. They believe Frank Vogel is a good defensive coach and will bring that out of them. But they also believe that they're going to have to find their fit with this group too. When they do, though, the question then will become, how do all these other elements interplay? How do all these other elements make the team better? And again, that's a question we can't answer until October. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. We'll have plenty more on these signings. Uh, coming up on tomorrow's episode, I'll talk a little bit more about Jonathan Simmons. I'm hoping to have Jeff Garcia of Locked On Spurs on to talk a little bit more about Simmons as he's the big signing of the day. Also, I'll talk a little bit more about Shelvin Mack as well as uh, I continue to, to, to parse through some of the audio here. Um, you can, of course, follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. And be sure to subscribe if you have not already on iTunes, Audium, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the fun places you can download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. And of course, be sure, to, be sure to leave us a review and a five-star rating. It does help us get the word out and climb those rankings as, uh, as you know, there's not a lot of Orlando Magic blogs, a lot of Orlando Magic podcasts out there, but we would like to 
uh, be among the first when you search Orlando Magic. There's a Disney blog. There's a Disney podcast out there, and I, I like Disney as much as the next guy. But I'm I'm UO team, and so uh, I I would like to see I would like to see us beat them. Uh, I'll just put that. I'll just throw that out there as as a mini goal. You can of course follow me on Twitter at Philip R R underscore O M D. That's P H I L I P one L R R underscore O M D. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com as well as like us on Facebook at Orlando Magic Daily and follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all for listening to today's episode. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. Until tomorrow, I'll see you again for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.